Hi, Rachel. Hi, Adrian. <laughs> you it's look a little so different. Cute in your little headphones on my computer oh, screen. Thanks. And look, I'm um, a little scrunchy from Girlfriend Collective because mm-hmm. I wanted to get more yoga stuff and then I couldn't go to yoga anymore. But I still, I mean, actually my studio is doing virtual classes, so I can still do yoga. It's just not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing about a lot, like my sister's doing something like that too. Um, My mom told me that she did her first yoga class the other day and it was like silver sneakers, (laughs) like literally that like old people fitness class brand. And I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. That's yeah. so cute. You're looking um like quarantine fresh. Your skin looks glowy. That's because I put on fake tan stuff on my face yesterday. Because okay. I was like, God, I'm so tired of like not. At least we can like we have sunshine right now. We do. Like um, I was feeling some severe vitamin D deficiency last week. The 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 Fifi and I, fiance, mm-hmm. uh, we yeah. uh we've taken like a bike ride three times this week out of like the four times it was actually nice oh, to go great we took a 90 minute bike ride yesterday oh, yeah what's the name of our podcast <laughs> uh, uh, this is after this is after adult maybe currently adult currently or... quarantined adult currently Two currently quarantined, quarantined adults. adults i mean technically after we're adult. not technically we are not quarantined because that's true neither of us have tested positive for COVID-19 we are self-isolating yes um I'm actually gonna go self-isolate with my family later because Jude (laughs) bought an outdoor projector so we can sit six feet apart in the backyard and they want to watch the first episode of Tiger King (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I, oof. I haven't either. It's not necessarily something I think I want to watch with my family, but that's mostly because I think I'm gonna want to keep watching it. And I think someone's gonna be like, "We should do this every week, and we should watch it together." And I'd be like, uh, "But I don't know. Wait." What I'm saying is, is that you can come over and sit six feet away in a lawn chair, and we can. <laughs> We can watch a movie. I'm not. I'm not doing anything until I'm done with. I'm on antibiotics currently because I uh, developed a real raging UTI a week ago, ooh, almost ooh, a week ooh. ago. So I'm not doing any fun stuff uh, until I feel better because these antibiotics are like knocking me out every day. They're so strong because I was like thinking that I had a UTI that had gone up to my kidneys. That's ooh. terrifying. Yeah. I was going to say my eyelashes are falling out. Um, Is that because of the stress of work? Because I know you've been pretty stressed. (sighs) I work in an essential line of business. It's not like I'm not a healthcare provider. I work in the banking industry, but like a lot of our partners um, or some of our partners do not work in the United States. And so they're unable to work from home. Uh. Yeah. Um, And then also some of the people even in my own group can't work from home. So there's just been a lot more work. Um, I think I started like the month 
with maybe like 50 cases in my queue. And right now I'm up to a hundred and something cases Ooh. that I have to work. Oh God. Yeah. So it's um, like the opposite of any, like you don't have more free time now. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I have the uh. opposite of more free time, which um, my fiance works for in the education field. He's not a teacher, but, um, but he can't do his job unless schools are in session. So luckily his program is grant-based, so he's still getting paid, but he had like just started basically three weeks before shit got real. And so he's like in training, but he's been playing a lot of animal crossing. (laughs) Um, Okay. I literally wrote that down on my list of things to talk about today because I have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing as well. Oh, and I and literally broke down and bought a Nintendo Switch. Like, oh, dude, you have to get week. Breath of the Wild. It's such oh, it's a good list. game. Currently, such I only have game. Animal Crossing and the new, like, the Mario Kart 8 or whatever it's Mario, called. That's really fun. Um, but Breath of the Wild is where it's at. I probably okay. have put... Um, a lot more hours than I should be proud to admit into that game. That's my recommendation, folks. Get a Switch, get Breath of the Wild. It's I'm going to put Breath of the Wild on my Amazon wish list and and tweet that. And if someone wants to give it to me for my birthday, which is in a couple months, that's about when you, I'll be ready to play anything other than Animal Crossing, I anticipate. Are you, are you going to share your Twitch code? Or not Twitch, your Switch code? I tweeted out my Dodo code publicly. Like, not the Switch friend code, but just, like, in Animal Crossing, you can just put in a Dodo code and, like, fly to someone else's airport. Oh, okay. So I just tweeted it publicly, and, like, I immediately had some dude show up and, like, give me oranges. (laughs) (laughs) And then he subtweeted me, and he was like, enjoy the oranges. (laughs) You should should, um, shoot Jude a message and give him your facebook friend or your switch friend code on facebook he'll come to your island oh my god okay good because i was feeling really lonely because i was like i went back to the airport and i was like i want to travel somewhere and it asked me all the questions and then it was like no you don't have friends so you can't travel to see and solange too they're all on (gasps) okay yes fantastic i guess i shouldn't be just like calling out all of our friends who i know have switch stuff one of my other friends has it he doesn't know you but he'd be happy to well i already let one stranger on my island so what's another (laughs) he's really nice we've been friends since high school so okay yeah i'm i want anyone and everyone on my island animal crossing is such a fantastic like way to spend time it's just so it's like meditative like the little noises of the breeze and the that's what that's what Jude keeps saying, but he also played it when he was a kid. So, like, I don't know if maybe I'm just not getting it. Apparently, Stardew Valley also has that same quality. I've played Stardew Valley a little bit, um, but I just never get hooked on games on, like, uh, my phone very much. And I was playing Oh, on well, my they have that like... first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Undertale is another good game for the Switch. Um, I've been playing Undertale, but on the PS4. Because my Ooh. roommate had it. He was like, you need to play this. What? What? Oh, do you know anything about it? 
Really, no. I I only have like maybe a total of three hours put into it, so I'm not very far okay, along. Then at all. I'm then I'm not gonna say anything. And like three slow hours, like like wherever you assume I might be in the game after three hours of play, I'm probably like halfway to that point because <laughs> I'm slow. <laughs> mm. But mm. I did also play it like drunk the first time. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, and it was not. I just was like, but what is? <laughs> just a real idiot the whole time. So you're going around killing everything. I kind of was. Yeah, I did not understand how to um, how to play that game. <laughs> I did. The first, like, several monsters I met, I was like, oh, fight. Like, just assumed it needed to fight them. Mm. <sighs> See, it's like... It just reveals your true nature and my true nature is just that i assume i need to fight everybody that i meet wow that's deep <laughs> yeah i um, haven't had time to really develop any how it really is it's like business as usual except i stay at home more than i did before yeah yeah, it kind of feels the same way for me because i also work at home you know with the exception of traveling for shoots and Which stuff you- like my daily life is waking up and doing my personal front of the day stuff front like, beginning of the day stuff and then work 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 stuff middle of the day break then more work stuff and then usually I work until pretty late and then I force myself to like put my phone down at 11 p.m and that's still my day I'm just trying to go outside more because I can't, like, because if I don't make myself go outside, I'll forget to do it. Yeah, and it's so nice out. Like, it's really nice out today. It is gorgeous. I just want to go on a long camping trip. Like, Colin, my partner, and I have been talking about going on a camping trip. I'm I'm allowed to say the name now because the bonus episode, he agreed to come on just for, like, a bonus recording that's going to go on the Patreon. And, um... Mm -hmm. And so his name is now on there. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, let's plug that real quick. Um, join our Patreon. It's mm-hmm. it's newish. Um, we've got like fifteen Patreons already. So thank you so much to all of you guys who yeah. have already joined. Sorry um, to the one person who's joined at the level where I write a fan fiction. It's just been I got to focus on my job that pays money. Oh yeah, right now we, you're um. you're good. He's still a member, but he. I I told people like if you're going to subscribe at that level, like the point is that you do it once and then you like reduce your subscription or your um Patreon supporter tier to mm-hmm. like a different level. Like I wouldn't expect anyone to join and then give us a hundred dollars every month to write a new fanfic every month. I mean, unless they no, really want and, that. And also, <laughs> I'll be honest. Right now, that's not like sustainable for me. <laughs> yeah um oh yeah just i'm working a lot and then when i'm not working i really have to take those hours in between working and going to sleep to like do me and like also you know my fiance's my fiance is great but he can't cook uh he cleans that is that is really nice, but he can't cook, so I'm <laughs> he physically the meals. He, I think the kitchen scares him, and I mean, kitchens are terrifying. It's fair, and you know, trying to like 
keep with my mental stuff and like, and, you know, keeping up physical activity. It's just. That's a lot. That's honestly yeah. like a lot for, uh, to sustain. Yeah. Especially when the whole world is like, ha 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 ha. And especially when like my fiance is the only person who like we physically see each other all the time. Yeah. Like, so even if, like, I'm FaceTiming with my family or, you know, it's so, I mean, it's been interesting. What am I? Oh, my God. I'm like, what is that sound? I, it's my cat. Fuck. How are your cats doing with people always being home? Because. Oh, they love it. My cats, I think, went a little crazy. Um, We got (laughs) a cat tree and that's been helping the itty baby one who is the most crazy. They had their own adjustment period. <laughs> so Lenny Beans, my younger cat, he is very used to Sam being home all the time. Um, mm-hmm. That's my roommate. So he's fine. I think Georgia just loves attention so much that she's excited to be that specifically that I'm home all the time because <laughs> she's definitely imprinted on me. I, you haven't commented on my hair yet. And I'm because... <laughs> it looks really good, honestly. You should just actually do your hair like that. I have I had my hair in a high ponytail and my hair is curly and I just flipped it so that it's covering my head. This is the MySpace version of that photo. Oh my god, I'm I'm just gonna screenshot this right now, actually. That's gonna go on the Patreon. Uh which by the way, <laughs> patreon.com slash after adult. Oh, I have an announcement about the Patreon. Uh we have So I've changed the prices on the tiers a little bit, especially because so many people are out of work or, you know, just there are less resources in general. Essentially, I just lowered the price of like the two most popular tiers already. So the one that used to be $5 is now $2. And that gets you access to all of our bonus episodes and like Patreon posts. Um, And then the $10, sorry, the previously $15 tier where you get a sticker mailed to you is now $10. So if you join the $10 tier, you'll get a sticker in the mail and you can also have access to like our Discord server, um, which Rachel posts on about every hour on the hour, um, as well as getting an episode shout out at the end of the episodes where you are a supporter at that level. We will say your name and we'll say thanks. God, I don't, I don't even know how to use Discord. I do <laughs> the link like five times and I don't use it and I'm sorry. I don't know how to use it either, but I just, you know, this is how technology and I get along. I just fuck with the thing until it either breaks or I figure out what I'm doing. I guess I should, I guess I should really try harder. It's actually become a fun theme in the discord where people are like, where's Rachel? And there's like gifts about where the fuck is Rachel? And like, <laughs> it's just really exciting for all of us. You guys, I'm just, I'm at work. You're elusive. That elusive Rachel. I'm at work or I'm crying. Don't worry about it. I go to work and I sign on at like between 7.30 and 8. And then I work until anywhere from 4 to 6. And then I make dinner and then I try to like turn my brain off all the way off. My fiance and I have been watching Steven Universe, and that's been nice. Okay. Because it's like my 50th time watching it and his yeah. first. 
And he's been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. That's good shit. So one of the things I wanted to bring up on our show today, we have our first like post episode correction. um, Oh boy. Oh yeah. Isn't this exciting? I mean, like Uh, we've corrected ourselves sometimes been like, oh wait, that's not the thing. But, but this is like an actual legit correction that like came from externally. So it's so, it's like we're real now. Um, Wow. I talked a lot. I went on like a 10 minute gush in the last episode about bisexuality, um, about Wolf Hudson, because I love his content. He's at Wolf Hudson is by on Twitter. He sent a really nice message. You sent me a screenshot of it. It was very, it was so sweet. Yeah, he was, he's super cool. Um, I was supposed to work with him this week and do a by threesome scene with two, with him and another guy. But obviously, uh, that trip to LA was long ago canceled. But anyway, Wolf Hudson, let me know. So a few of the things I said where I was just like, I think he does this. So he does, in fact, Rachel, you'll be glad to know, because you asked me like, very pointedly, if he does spit roasting. <laughs> when it's him and another romantic girl. <laughs> so um, he does do spit roasting in his by scenes he he does um <laughs> Sorry, it was because i'm looking out my window and i got really distracted by two dogs and then all of a sudden it's like he does do spit roasting and i'm <laughs> looking at these two very cute dogs interacting <laughs> you're welcome rachel um and then he he does wolf does shoot by content exclusively for the self-produced stuff he does he shoots um, trans scenes because I had said like I think he shoots like all this kind of stuff. But he's saying like his specific content that he produces is like specifically by. So that is his focus with his own content, which is great for me because I can't wait to do it with him. Yeah. So like because I know leading up to this, you had um, you had a shoot in Canada that got canceled. Yeah. I had a whole trip to Montreal that was canceled, which was supposed to be a promo trip for manyvids.com. Because I do, I sell a lot of clips on there. It's where I do my custom video orders through that site. Um, They're a a fantastic company. And they were going to bring me up there to do an episode of their podcast. And then like a photo shoot, some promo stuff. And they canceled that. It's a good thing that they did because they were very early to cancel. This was like the last week of February. So they canceled the trip like a full two weeks in advance. And that's before people in the U.S. were even really that concerned with coronavirus. But they had the foresight to be like, "Uh, let's not have you travel internationally at this time. (laughs) So fair. I would have gotten stuck in Montreal. Um. Instead, I went to New Orleans with Mabu and almost got stuck in New Orleans. We flew out like on the 14th, um, which was the day of supposed to be the day of the New Orleans St. Patrick's Day parade, which was canceled. But still, there were like a bunch of drunk people gathering in the street. So they like had to send police out to force people to stop gathering. <laughs> so... And now New Orleans is like a hotbed of the most new coronavirus cases and like uh, they're just not recovering very well at all. They're like one of the worst cities in the country for it, for sure. We were supposed to this weekend 
um, for her anniversary, uh, we were supposed to go to St. Louis for people who guessed that we lived in St. Louis. You were wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many of those people there were. I mean, there's probably one, at least one person who guessed that. Um, Because we were going to go to St. Louis because Jude has basically been talking about wanting to go to the city museum with me since we started dating. Um, mm-hmm. And so we were going to do that or we were just going to have fun. Um, but we canceled it like three weeks ago. And then we were supposed to go to New York. You were supposed to join us. I know. For the dress. Say yes to the dress, Rachel. Um, well, I was not going to be on say yes to the dress, but yes, um, I was going to go to Kleinfeld. You were going to be on the say yes to the dress episode of after adult. So the reason I bought the Nintendo, well, other than the fact that I was like, God damn it. I really like want to play animal crossing so badly, but I had, so I had two, two weeks of travel out to LA that got canceled um due to the adult industry which by the way i mean said this on the podcast but like the whole adult industry is shut down like it started as like a voluntary production hold um for performer safety but now obviously it's like you know under the mandate in california that non-essential businesses don't operate at all um so no one out there is shooting so all of my work for like a whole month and a half has been canceled uh so that's that's a lot of lost income but we don't need to talk about that I did get a refund from like a big Airbnb trip that I had already paid in full for. And so as soon as I got that money refunded, I was like, hmm, I can go get one of those overpriced Nintendo Switches with this because I paid a lot for it. <laughs> Pornhub would consider the porn business essential. Join Pornhub Premium and stay in your and stay in your rooms. Can we talk about how Pornhub is donating fifty? 50,000 masks like why did they have where did they get them from is it just like i haven't been are they pledging to donate 50,000 masks and they have yet to to like resource those or or source them i guess um or did someone who works for pornhub have 50,000 masks laying around i think it's a lot more likely that they are just pledging to you once they can buy them yeah I mean, I learned that Pornhub Premium was a thing because my dad made a post on Facebook saying... Can I also just say that, like, you sent me this screenshot of your dad's Facebook comment, and, like, I thought it was a meme that you found somewhere, and we're like, ha and then... But it's, like, your fucking family. This is your dad posting on Facebook. My dad basically said that he went out to the park... And, you know, he was really happy that people were out and about, but there were a lot of younger people who weren't um, doing good social distancing, like staying six feet away from each other. And so he he said their parents should just get them a Pornhub premium subscription. <laughs> um, and then I have a 15-year-old stepsister, and she commented, where's mine, Dave? <laughs> fucking kills me oh my god i was dying and oh. so funny your family is so fucking different from mine like no. Oh, no, oh no i have a group text with my mom one of my siblings and a, my great aunt and it's mostly like uh 
political like Trump hate and then a poop joke every here and there. Like it's the dumbest thing. My text chain with my mom right now is that she sends she sent me like that virtual hug gif. It's really pot. It's like you've probably seen it before. It's like loading a hug. She sent yeah, me that. Yeah. And then Aww. we send each other articles. And then with my dad and my stepmom and Jude, it's um yeah, life updates. My stepmom told us that because uh, she's a nurse, she's like a home health um, psych nurse. So she goes around to different people and make sure that they're taking their meds and all this other stuff. And she was like, nurses get free Krispy Kreme. On <laughs> <laughs> um, like every Monday or something starting in May. And well, I was like, no, cool. that's not good for my waistline. <laughs> I'm I'm proud of myself. I haven't like lost any weight, but I haven't gained any weight. So that's a fucking accomplishment when you're stuck at home all day. Like, ugh. I'm stressed so much about not being able to go to the gym, and I'm trying to like pretend I'm not. But uh. so, how are other performers doing without having work? Is it a lot of only hand fans videos? Okay. Now? Yes, I have a small um comment about this so I've seen a lot of memes on like Twitter and just people a lot of them are just people trying to be funny and I see the humor in it on the one hand but then I'm also like no so like a, a thing going around Twitter especially has been like this meme that's just like a screenshot of the OnlyFans login page and then it's like well lost my job guess I'll go to plan b or the oh, captions yeah. like that. So it's just the joke is like all these people are like turning to sex work um, because of losing a job or just, you know, not having enough income. Which, like, and which maybe, which might have been your reasoning for sex work, but some people just get into sex work because they like sex. Yeah. Like, no so the that. implication that I don't love about it is one that like, anyone just makes an OnlyFans account and all of a sudden like has an income to support themselves on on any level because that's not how it is. It's actually so competitive and like really, really hard to make sustainable income. Um, and then the other thing that I that concerns me a little bit is just like the immediacy implied of someone being like, lost my job, hopping on OnlyFans, which I don't think is what anyone's really doing. But mm -mm. if anyone did do that, I'll just go on the record and say, like, that's a terrible idea. If you're like, I would love to live in a world where anyone who wants to do sex work could do it and just be like, cool, that's a thing I did for a couple years. And then I decided to do something else. Or maybe they do it forever. I don't know. But I think we all know it's like heavily stigmatized. So, it, yeah. yeah, it's it's not a great idea to be like, I'll just try an OnlyFans because like your shit will get leaked. I would like, say the internet, the internet is forever. Yeah. And that is something that you have to take in consideration before doing online sex work. Not only that, but even if you don't necessarily get outed, like even just on a personal level, like people who, you know, in your, in your like day-to-day -day life, becoming aware that you do sex work can really change things because uh, some people don't deal so well <laughs> with with that stigma. <laughs> um, 
So that's all I'll say about that. But my, in my experience, like I, what I've seen, and this has been like, it couldn't be worst fucking, worst fucking timing because the week, it was like the second day that I was in New Orleans. I woke up and checked my phone and it was the day that some of my payouts normally deposit into my business account. So I was checking my business checking account and it showed like cash out withdrawal with like the whole balance of my account being cashed out. And I was like, what "What the fuck is this? So I immediately like, you know, went to check um, like one of my other apps to see like if there was like, I was trying to figure out, I was like, did I get an email from my bank? Like what the hell is this? Cause I didn't initiate this. And it was like, my heart was like skipping a beat. Uh, and so I went, looked at my email, didn't have an email from the bank. So I went back to the banking app and then it like had kicked me out and wouldn't let me log back in. And it said my login didn't exist. So I was like, the fuck. And I had no fucking clue what was going on at all. Um, and then like a week and a half later, cause I had filled out like a support request through their website, the bank's website. And I finally got an email response from them. And it was just like, uh, we have decided that we are not like, I don't even remember what it said. It basically was just like, we don't do business with your type of business, which is high risk. So somehow they identified that I do some work in the adult industry and just like shut down my account, but without any fucking warning at all, no communication ahead of time. Like I just in one fucking instant had zero access to all of the money in my business account. That's something we can do. I mean, that's yeah. it's so it's been really interesting being on that side because part of my job is that I can close accounts if I deem it necessary. Yeah. And so like our group had a discussion of like, okay, so given what is happening, do we not just immediately exit do we give them a full because like we can do like 10 days or 30 days or immediate like do we give them more time because it's and then it's been interesting too because like we sometimes we would put something in their account notes of like okay you need to go into a branch well right now the branches that are associated with my bank aren't open or they are only available through drive through availability which i assume would be the case with like any bank just yeah it's like all businesses are like i know that i don't i don't work for chase i know that chase is doing um virtual appointments Mm -hmm. so like through zoom or through skype Mm -hmm. um like for loan closings and stuff uh because i have a friend who works a friend of a friend who works for them um but it's just been it's just been really weird how that affects the banking industry. Well, the thing, so I understand from being in the adult industry for a while why adult like adult related adult entertainment related businesses are considered high risk by banking institutions. And it makes sense. It's just because there is a history of adult merchants having like a high rate of chargebacks and and stuff like that, or like things reported fraudulent because, you know, which I mean, also it's just like, it's just that it's 
illegal and like banks are not supposed to do business with well it's not illegal it's just that yeah in most states it's not you know it's regulated it's like yeah, it's like gambling like so heavily yeah that you know and since a lot of banks it's just it's the legalities of it they just don't want to get involved like no bank wants to be like well i'm gonna be the bank that does this because then you run into um Dirty Money on Netflix is a really good documentary if you are into white collar crimes. But um, there's a really I'm good committing white collar crimes. Should it? Does uh-huh. that, I'm currently laundering money. I put like a couple ten dollar bills in my um, washing machine, and I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I, this is this is quarantine brain because I, that's the best joke I have. But uh, for the whole episode, everyone enjoy that. Thank you. Um, season two, episode one, it's about HBSC bank. Um, and sort of, I guess like what can happen if banks, uh, decide to ignore those sort of rules and regulations, because it's all about how the, how cartels have been using HBSC as like their bank of choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. And so like you have to. So I do understand it's just a lot easier to not do business with businesses that can be considered risky in, in any way, like risky or like, or even just, you know, like there's an inkling of, well, you know, maybe something wrong, maybe there's like, you know, sex trafficking happening. And then like, what do you do? And then so it's just right. a lot easier Which, to be like, better not. Um, like there was a when vape shops started um, becoming a thing. Yeah, uh, that was like really tricky. And then also, there's been like a bunch of, uh, like you know, articles and discussions about now that uh, weed is either being legalized mm-hmm. for medical use or de- or for recreational use. Yeah. Um, like what, how do you banks handle that? Because that would be one of the businesses that is immediately a no, no list business. Right. Um, but so, but are, is, is like a liquor store on a list of like, no, cause it's similarly that, regulated as, you know, to yeah. go into like a legal dispensary. Yeah. It's a it's store because that. it's not decriminalized across all 50 states oh federally yeah okay yeah it's not decriminalized federally so then you also run into issues of like where's your bank charter and oh jesus this is so complicated my brain hurts yeah it it is really (laughs) no it is complicated because like think about that's why you would still have like dea which is federal would raid um dispensaries in cal or operations in california even though it was decriminalized in California. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we just so need to decriminalize everywhere. Yeah. So it's a, it's like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's similar to the idea that because there's not a federal mandate, it is complicated. Um, yeah. That makes sense. So, except then, banks which are businesses and are mostly trying to make money 
Yeah. Um, they then have to figure out, well, how can I make the money without also putting themselves there? Because if you're making money, but then you're also at risk for getting fined for breaking rules and regulations, then it's like, okay, well, am I going to make enough money to not only cover my rules and regulations fines, but also to get a profit, especially since most banks are um, have stock like public stock that can be traded. Yeah. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing. Oof. Uh, yeah. Ugh. And I and I really only know And that. I learned the hard way that banks can fuck you up at yeah. any second that they want to. <laughs> Just and like, like delete and bye. <laughs> yeah, and there could be like totally different reasons why you got flagged. Like it could be because Well, I assume that it's because the- some of the payouts I get from companies like say, so for example, you know, I had some shoots from browsers and like they were produced by directed by Kieran Lee, his company name. I'm, I'm sure it's been the same thing for many years, you know? And I'm, and I was like, I wonder if it's like one of the producers who wrote me a check that I deposited um, through the app. And like, that was, a red flag like if they have certain company names where like if someone's getting income from this company name it's like a red flag that they're in this industry well, that's that they don't want to do business with most, most banks don't really have like because the idea because you were probably working with like a national chain you don't have to say what bank i mean or you can bleep it out and tell no it's, it's like a it was like a startup like it's a bank called novo and it's a startup and i chose it specifically because it was like app based and had like really, really good technology features, but oh, also th- it was the only one I could find that like fit all my other requirements that specifically did not include adult business in its list of no's, but it did include like gambling, um, cannabis. I think it even had like liquor stores, in it, but it had all the other quote unquote vice industries on its no list, but it didn't say anything about adult entertainment or adult merchants or anything like that and i assumed like that's a huge category of business why would you just leave it off the list unless yeah. you're fine with it <laughs> yeah but i was and wrong except also that like now so if there are other you know it puts you all business-wise in like a really um tricky spot because it's just a lot a lot of um i mean i should say a lot of banks like you can open a lot of personal accounts online with banks yeah but business accounts are under a lot more scrutiny when they're open online if they're you're even allowed to open them online right so you're in a tough spot right now because unless you find like an online only bank or something well i have a Like, I've been in talks with a small business banker at a different bank, um, and I haven't been able to do anything yet because that all, like, I also have to form a company in the state of California, and so I'm, like, waiting for that to process, and I can't do that till I have my tax ID number from the state of California. Yeah. So, but eventually, I'm going to get back in contact with this business banker, um, and I won't say what bank it's with, but it's one that is, is one of the main banks but that I have had enough people in my industry refer me to as being like, Hey, you might have the best chance of not getting axed with this bank. 
But even then, it's still like you can't be upfront about being in the adult industry. It's it's fucking it sucks. Tell me the bank and bleep it out because I'm interested. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought maybe it would be. well, I guess you don't have to leave this part out, but I thought maybe it would be Chase considering that they had a barge that they owned that had like $1 million or like $1 billion worth of cocaine. Oh um, my God. On it. So like they Ooh. obviously do not give any fucks. <laughs> no, it's not they Chase. Probably do. Chase is like the most notorious. They did like a whole like just a cleaning house of mm-hmm. all the porn stars that had accounts with them. Like they just were like, Nope, 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 Nope. And a shit ton of people got their accounts just shut down. Yeah. No, no. no what I meant is that very okay. jarring. I felt really violated. I was like, literally that's like all my money. Like, yeah. And now you just start <laughs> waiting on a cashier's check. So yeah. That- which they didn't communicate they would even send. And since it's like a very <laughs> small unknown startup, I was like, did they just like take my money? Because <laughs> no. they could have. They I would just, have no way they, to know the difference. They chose to exit the relationship. And so you'll get a cashier's check. But then it's like you have to wait until you have either a new business banking account or you have to deposit in a personal checking account. Which I'm not going to do. So now I'm just sitting on top of this check. It's still frozen money that I can't access. And it's like, could this be a literal worst time? Because, yeah, you know, that's the other thing I was going to say is I've had some weird resentment aimed at me by not necessarily my fans, but Twitter trolls, I guess. But there's definitely been a little bit of like, Oh, well, aren't you lucky and spoiled work still having a job to work right now? Like you're probably getting rich because everyone's watching porn at home. And I'm like, that's not no, I've continued to see my all my average income on all of my platforms. Just just a steady like, but I'm having to work twice as hard because everyone is home and DMing me all fucking day on like OnlyFans. Also, but people just are not that- spending money. Do Which is fair. I don't, you know, it's... for your porn shoot, so that like when so when someone watches it on Pornhub, you get like x amount of cents, and then those cents build up, and then suddenly you're rich. Um. So that is, I mean, the pay per click thing on Pornhub exists, but it's only for videos you upload. So like, right. Unless they're watching my videos that I produced, I don't get a portion of like people going and watching my new browser scene that just came out. Oh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It all helps me in the end anyway. Because when people watch those so, things, then my yeah, ranking then on they, Pornhub goes up. Then they end up finding you and... Um, oh. <laughs> Jude said he, sent, he um, sent you his switch code. Okay, yes. He oh my god, like, I'm so excited. He said, Yay! I have then... a friend on Animal Crossing now. Jude sent me his switch code. Thanks. I know <clears> he can't <throat> hear me, but... No, he's... I'll, I'll let him know. He was Hooray. like, ah. He was like, Animal Crossing? <laughs> and then he said, he said, ah, I'm so happy. Oh, my God. Oh, I my God. I'm I'm so happy. He, he said, I need my phone number, too. That messaging on the game is hard. So I'm going to send him your. Okay. Yeah, the messaging on the game is real weird. I was trying to do it with the guy who gave me the oranges yesterday, and... And it was like, what is, I'm just confused. 
Did you see the um the New York City Department of Health sex advisory for COVID nineteen? I did, but only because you sent it to me and then so said, we're gonna talk about this on the podcast. So take a look at it and I didn't. <laughs> Well, I sent it to you three seconds before we started. So the point was that like you had a link. So you knew what I was talking about when I brought it up. But um, super progressive New York City Department of Health uh, put out a PDF, like a document that's an advisory for sex and coronavirus disease 2019, Mm -hmm. COVID-19. It's it's really uh, well done. Like I can you. I can't imagine a document like this being put out by like any other state other than well city aside from New York. Um, Here's my, my favorite part. You are your safest sex partner. Masturbation will not spread COVID-19, especially if you wash your hands and any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds before and after sex. So New York city is just telling people to masturbate. Yeah. Yeah, I I love it. Really? This should just be like, any sort of guideline that people this are- is just good sex ed period yeah. Yeah, yeah like if you're like if you're not feeling well don't have sex yep uh have sex only with consenting partners thank if you, you. Start feeling well like don't have sex if your partner isn't feeling well don't have sex um like or you might want to be like more thoughtful if you are you know if you do have sex with someone and maybe you don't live together and they have Mm -hmm. a condition that has been flagged as making them more susceptible to the um, more severe complications of COVID-19 don't have sex Um, yeah so again that includes lung disease heart disease diabetes cancer or weakened immune system for example having unsuppressed HIV and a low CD4 count um, you know, there are now suggestions that having asthma or like, uh, you know, basically anything that could be a comorbidity is yeah. now like, well, um, that might make you, but like, there's just not much known yeah. about it. The know. other thing in this document that's, I fucking loved is, if you usually meet your sex partners online or make a living by having sex, consider taking a break from in-person dates. Video dates, sexting, or chat rooms may be options for you. Way to acknowledge the fact that sex workers exist and that this will definitely affect them, but also to do it in like a super non-preachy fucking judgmental way. Like, yeah, I just want sort of to personally interested. acknowledge the person who wrote this for, <laughs> it's probably and- more than one person, but yeah. And I do wonder if, so they say like living by having sex, but like, I sort of wish that was a broader because there are people who are in sex work who don't, who don't, don't make a living. Have, well, yeah, that was not what I was going to say. It was, I was going to say that even though <laughs> they, um, they make they money, but not a living. No, you're trying to say, say something totally different. Yeah. I was going to say they don't actually have sex with the people who they're paid for it. Like, um, you know, like there's right. 
dominatrix. Like no contact or. Yeah, there's no, like if you're a dominatrix, which I guess you could do over, you know, you could do over a Zoom call (laughs) or like. um, Or just non-nude cam girls, because that's like a thing, you know, or web cameras, I should say. I know that some strippers don't particularly like to be called sex workers, but, you know, like, how do you, how do you strip? Like, especially, or if you do strip and someone is six feet away from you, they probably shouldn't be handling money and you shouldn't be doing it. Well, there's a strip club in Portland, Oregon, that uh, turned into a food delivery service because it's a strip club that had a menu. And so they, it's like, there's, I can't remember what it's called, but if you just search, you'll find the news article easily, I'm sure. But it's all, so the, the bouncers at the club became like delivery drivers and the dancers are putting on like pasties. So they're basically topless, but they're delivering the food that that people order. And there's like a $50 surcharge or something that is just like to help the club and they're it's apparently the doing lucky really well. Devil lounge. Yeah, the Lucky Devil Lounge in Portland. God, so, like you know, people find a way. Yeah, was was still going was still on the air because that would make a great Portlandia sketch. <laughs> yeah, that fucking would. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> also, I mean, when I started reading that article, I immediately was like, oh, strip club, like deciding to do its own meal delivery. So definitely in Portland, because first of all, anytime I see a national headline about any strip club, I assume it's in Portland. Also, the funniest thing about it is that like, no, I don't. I feel like it's always the joke is that, you know, they may serve food, but it's not good food. I don't know. I mean, like, they had a photo of something that the club served, and it looked like kind of just typical fucking food. Like, it didn't look particularly good. Uh, But I guess that's the point, is, like, people aren't necessarily ordering it because it's the best food on Earth. Yeah. I'm going to say, if we had a strip club delivering topless (coughs) tater tots in our town, like, I'd order that. Mm, I wouldn't, but it's because fried food gives me a bellyache. <laughs> fried food makes my stomach hurt. Mm, not Actually, me. Specifically, it makes my liver hurt because I have <gasps> non-alcoholic uh, fatty liver disease. We talked about that. It's been a while since we brought it up, but we, we yeah. didn't talk about that on the podcast in the past. We have. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I was supposed to go in and get new blood panels drawn like two weeks ago <laughs> and my doctor scheduled it. And so I would have had to go to one of the hospitals here. It wasn't <gasps> out and I was, and they were like, okay, call if you need to change it for every reason. And so I called, this was, it was scheduled for the 18th. So it was the week the week of the 18th. So I okay. and I was like, um, I think I'm going to cancel that. And they were like, when would you like to reschedule? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And she was like, Oh honey, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All medical. That's everything right now. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, except now our state has asked that if you're, 
non-emergent medical procedures that you should cancel them. And that's what that would have yeah. been. So, yeah. That makes sense. Ugh. Yeah, I'm just dreading the, like, pile of stuff that's been canceled that I have to, like, first of all, remember, like, I don't even, I need, to like, a master list of all my shit that's canceled that I need to, like, reschedule because my brain has just taken this, all of this as, like, an opportunity to just be, like. I can't believe you don't keep a spreadsheet of, I'm just staring. Like, that's what my brain is doing. It's just staring at a fucking wall for, like, two weeks straight. I can't believe you don't keep a spreadsheet of, like, this is what it is. This is the date. This is how much I'm supposed to get paid. This is how much uh, I'm supposed to get paid. What have I gotten paid? Uh, No, I'm not really like a spreadsheet person, but I do have a system where I track those things. It's just that like, it's not necessarily something. I mean, maybe I need to make a spreadsheet just for this occasion because that would be something more like a a master list and the system I currently have is kind of like a mix. I love a good spreadsheet. I'm using one for the wedding. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> and it does have something similar. That's what it has. Well, actually, it has more than that because I also have a wedding planner and she gave us like an example of like in our budget, like this is how much you should be spending on everything. So it mm-hmm. has what it is, the what the vendor is, like general, then what it would be within these levels in the high level or in the low level, because it's a range, how much we've actually spent in it. And then that's color coded to how, whether it fits in between those levels. Um, Oh my God. And green is good. Yellow is just like, it hits the mark right away. Like it's just, it's the same exact amount. So like something's a hundred and it actually was a hundred dollars. That's yellow. Um, and then if it was, if it was like that same thing, it's a hundred dollars and it's like $200, that's red. Oh my God. Um, and then I had, and then it has on there, um, the vendor we've selected, if we've selected a vendor already, which is just our venue and our photographer, um, Mm -hmm. how much, how much it is when the first payment was paid and how much, and then how much is left to be paid. And then it also has a breakdown Ooh. of some formulas for uh, catering based on like how many um, how many people we have and how much it'll cost per person. Because like we were going to use this restaurant, but then when we actually broke it down, I was like, oh my God, it's $62 a person. No. Oh. I want to see the spreadsheet. I can show it to you. It sounds colorful. It's pretty colorful. It'll it'll become more colorful. Pretty proud of it. Yay. Yay. That's exciting. Yeah. God. Also, I I opened up this article earlier by Forbes and it's Mm -hmm. called Billionaire Tracker. Actions the world's wealthiest are taking in response to the coronavirus pandemic. First of all, first impression, like, I'm going to send you the link to this so you can look at it too. But like, first impression for me is, is uh, I didn't realize there were this many billionaires for some reason. I feel kind of dumb. Like, I thought there were less, I guess I should realize like, 
there's shit there's actually quite a few billionaires in the world well, I, mean, also, I don't you don't ever hear their names necessarily well also when you think about it, it's like okay well the top one percent have most of the nation have most of the world's wealth um but then that's still a lot of people like if you do like one yeah. percent of the whole global population yeah that's true of course jeff yeah. bezos is on here <sighs> I don't know. So, like, how are you doing um, emotionally? It sounds like, you know, so-so. Yeah, I mean, just being, like, not being able to, like, go out anywhere is taking a toll. I'm definitely an extrovert, and, like, it's just hard for me to not even have the option of, like, going out to get a drink with a friend. Like, you know, it's, I mean, there's, like, the cool, the house party app, and, like, Sorry, All the what? extroverts I know are suffering. Um, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> dude, my fiance and uh, Solange are other friend who's yeah, super like they are big extroverts. But also, I don't think it's a matter of extroverts versus introvert because, like, I would say I'm more introverted. But it's been because like you know I have certain routines that I follow when I'm working from home and I've had to create more structure in my routine because it's just so different so like I actually have been using my office I actually get dressed in the morning um it's not nice appropriate but I've been doing it since (laughs) I started and it's been really helping because then it's like it's the same thing once my clothes are off or you know Actually, once I take that bra off, it's like I come downstairs and I take my bra off and then I'm like, I'm done with work. The work day is over. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to implement implement office hours for myself. Like I was just talking to my partner about this last week because I tend to just because for me work is social media and it's like checking my different platforms for like fan interaction and, you know, looking at like orders that come in, like custom video orders, stuff like that. Um, responding to emails for like booking requests, which I'm not really getting right now. Um, Cause no one's booking, but a lot of studios are trying new things where they're doing like a scene that's via webcam, webcam or something like that. So I'm still getting like some amount of booking requests, uh, but it's still like a lot of, traffic for me to have to deal with on my platforms so i feel like my work has increased especially because everyone else is online like on social media so my shit's blowing up constantly like i've had like three times as many OnlyFans messages to respond to every day um yeah so it's a lot and i'm like i just really need to be strict with myself about like these are the hours i will be on these platforms looking at things because if i don't then it's like it just never fucking ends and i can never just relax and feel like i've finished my work for the day yeah and that's a pretty weird like mental state to just be like constantly like what's the next thing i need to do for work like <laughs> and never stopping i did that for about 48 hours straight last week and i was like what have i become like what what the fuck my brain is like not able to like just chill the fuck out for five seconds Hmm. yeah so um trying to take a bath you know 
every two days or so, um, which I had to stop that for the UTI to heal. <laughs> Taking a bath when you have a UTI is not a great idea. Um, but I'll be able to start up with my bath routines in another couple of days. I want to know. All, I want to just like have a before and after like thread about all the people who have like crazy different hair at the end of quarantine. Cause you know, well, you go stir I, crazy. You can't see your, <clears throat> if you have a hair person that does your hair, like you can't go see them. So you just my, try to do shit to your own hair. <laughs> that sister was going to chop all her hair off the day that, um, our governor closed like salons and gyms and stuff. Like, oh my literally, God. The day that they were supposed to close, she was supposed to get her hair cut. She was super bummed. <gasps> she was going to chop it all off. I just, but, I have a shampoo that's like a, it deposits color into my hair, a shampoo and conditioner and it's mm. copper. So it makes my hair stay kind of coppery, but I also need my hair to be like much brighter red the next time I get it done. I I've decided. Oh, you this is to my be, decision. Do you want to be like well, seen, cherry red? No, just like more like more obvious redhead because oh. this is so dumb. Because uh, I, I had a scene that came out on like a mainstream site. I mean, like a mainstream porn site a couple mm-hmm. days ago. And the t- they tagged me brunette in it. <laughs> and I, I, I DM'd the like their social media person and I was like hey is there any way you could like change that tag to say redhead because my hair's like red I mean it's it's at least auburn but if you look at it in sunlight like it's very coppery and just the brunette's like wrong (laughs) so can we change that and they were like yeah absolutely no problem and then I went and checked my profile like my site again the scene on like their page with the tags and stuff again later. And they didn't change the tag. It still says brunette, but they changed my profile page as like a porn star that they've shot. And it says, I, it says hair blonde. Cause the first time I worked for this company years ago, I was blonde. Mm-hmm. So they're like using the same info that was originally in the system, but they didn't change the hair color. They accidentally changed the eye color from brown to red. So it says Siri. <laughs> Hair color, blonde, eye color, red. <laughs> and I was like, this is actually better. I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm going to totally let them leave it that way. <laughs> so, okay, you know, dude. just just little old me, just a demon <laughs> with my big glowing red eyes. Well, on that note. <laughs> uh, quarantine episode one down yeah in the books we talked about nothing we talked about nothing so check rachel check your uh we we literally always talk about nothing so we've got a question from a listener and this came through our new google voice line it's just a voicemail so if you want to ask us a question you can totally do that at 818-457-6535 that's also going to be in the show notes from now on. So once again, it's 818-457-6535 and leave us a message. We'll play it back maybe uh, <laughs> on the podcast and answer your question. So this is the first one we've got so far. So exciting. My name is Jalen and my question is for Adrienne. When you went into the industry, 
obviously, you know, it affected your life, being recognized and things of that nature. But I'm curious, how did your family and friends react when you told them, oh, I'm, I'm doing this professionally now? And did it impact their lives at all as well? Where, you know, ever anybody asked them any questions or if anybody was able to identify them from you? Were there any, you know, moments like that? Thanks. I can talk about as your friend what it was. It was mostly that I I had one person recognize you and they were like, hey, is your friend this person? And I was like, yeah, but uh, they're trying to keep it on the DL, so I wouldn't talk to them about it. Because that was that's a totally valid answer. response. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, yes, that is them. Um, I wouldn't talk to them about <laughs> it because they're trying to move on from it. And then just silence. Because this was after I moved here and we became yeah. friends, and I was like retired and I was very much like I am trying to get hired at this like civilian job or maybe I was already like just had just started working there so my thing was like I'm not trying to call attention to this about me because at this point right now it's just going to make my life harder Mm -hmm. but you know if if I knew people like you I told you kind of right off the bat so yeah yeah it's not like it was a secret and I appreciate that that's kind of like you know you don't want to out someone if they're if they identify in a way that's like a stigmatized group or or like anything like that you know or just being a sex worker another stigmatized group it's super respectful to just be like i'm just not going to share that information unless i know that i'm allowed to yeah and then um i mean i think it's much more interesting to ask like how how it's affected you now that you've re-entered because i know there's been some interesting uh side effects i guess yeah rejoining the industry i will say like my family and i've already talked about this on our podcast i also talked about it when i was on zoe ligan's um hot brain podcast uh back in january but like my family's not jazzed that i'm back into it and they weren't the first time around um it's like my siblings versus my parents have different reactions um and my parents are actually a little more like relaxed about it or relaxed. Isn't the right word. It's more like I'm old enough and they're old enough that my parents at this point are like, well, we aren't going to control your life. So like, I guess do what you do. And I don't get it at all. (laughs) Um, Whereas like there's been a little more familial drama um, elsewhere and yeah, it's, it's fucking upsetting. What upsets me most about it is not how my family feels. It's the fact that my family would be impacted by my career choice at all. Like that's obviously not fucking fair to them. Um, you know, I have siblings and if someone treats one of them differently because of what their fucking sister does, that's incredibly stupid why would people need to know what you're like, do you tell people what your brother does? You know, like it's just not their business, but people are just like prying. Only when they ask and also only to make fun of him for what he does. (laughs) No, he works for a major sports network. And so I make fun of him for it. It is kind of funny because it's your brother and like, that doesn't really make sense. 
at all. It makes, like if I if I said what network, it would make sense, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't. I figure I don't say where I work. I shouldn't say where. That's my fair. Brother works. Just you. I don't want you to say sports network, and it cracks me up. It makes me laugh all the time. But yeah, like it's and also. I don't know. Can can I say my opinion on it? Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed to say your fucking opinion all the time, Rachel. I think it's a little like uh, self-created drama about it. Well, what do I tell my friends about what you do? I don't know. If they're cool, then you just tell them or you just say like, say anything like social media. I'm an Instagram influencer. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, if you want to be more private about what you tell someone, like, uh, like, say you're an influencer, say you own your own business, like, it's just... Which are all true things. It's yeah. just that they're true without getting into the nitty gritty details of how I do that business, you know? Like, honestly, having an OnlyFans is really not fucking much different from being like an Instagram influencer model and charging like sponsored post fees to sell people fucking diet tea or whatever. Like, actually, I think that it's pretty shitty to do that. So like, I would say that like, just getting naked on OnlyFans is like, in, in my mind is like a little more respectable than selling people fucking diet tea. No, it's 100%. <laughs> honestly, it's 100% more respectable than selling people diet tea because that shit doesn't work. And it doesn't even taste good. It's not like you're getting something and you're like, oh, this tea is It's literally just good. a laxative in a tea. That's it. They're selling you garbage. shit tea. Like- <laughs> just, you know what? Here, I'm going to sell my own brand. It's all you have to do. I'm going to give you the secret recipe to make your own diet tea is you take your favorite tea and you add some, and you add some fiber to it. Just add some fiber. Oh my God. Add, add some, some senna. Add, add the two, herb that's in all the laxative teas. Add two teaspoons of Benefiber to your tea. And now you have diet tea, but it's actually, you know, like you only drink one cup a day and not tea. five. Can you imagine that? I would be the fucker that buys a diet tea and drinks five of them because then like, oh, these are so good. Or, you know. You would be that dumbass. Are, but I love well, you, I can't you chew gum without having about six pieces of gum in my mouth simultaneously. It's like a stupid... Mm. Yeah, I have some weird um, compulsions, <laughs> I'm willing to admit. I can't eat a whole french fry. Like, I, never, I can never eat... A whole french fry i will eat up to like half an inch of the french fry left over and then i put them in a little pile on my plate a bunch of little french fry butts well i hope you've enjoyed this <laughs> um you've learned more about me thanks you've for listening more about adrian thank you for mm-hmm. listening um feel free to leave us a google voicemail question feel free to mm-hmm. Hit me up personally on the Discord server because I'm there all the time. If I may direct your attention to the little messages panel, Rachel, I've oh, yes. copied and pasted our list of shout outs for this episode. Oh, okay. If we want to say them together 
or like, uh, you know, alternate saying them maybe. Uh, okay. Um, we would like to shout out John from Pennington. <gasps> okay. Justin from Houston. Kevin from the UK. And Enrique from Colorado Springs. Thanks, y'all. Yes, thank you so much. If you're a listener and you want to hear your name in an episode shout out, then all you need to do is join our Patreon at patreon.com slash afteradult. You should also follow our Instagram. It's afteradult. And our Twitter, afteradultpod. Review us. We have 89 reviews on Apple Podcast Reviews last time I checked. You know how many away from 1,000 that is? It's... 900, 911. Before Rachel's did, mom will come on the podcast. I did it without. I did it in my brain. You won. 911 more people need to review before my mom will come on, though my mom will not come on if this happens during self-isolation because um, we, we can. We, does your mom have a computer? She does, but. No, actually, I won't I make your she... mom figure out technology in order to do a virtual appearance on the podcast. It would not be the experience that I and all of our loyal listeners have hoped for. So, yeah, I think, um, I think we would, would have be... to make sure quarantine time is over. No, no self isolation with your mom. Yeah. It, recommend us to your friends. A lot of people are looking for new podcasts. <laughs> This time. A lot of people are. There's a lot of bored people, man. There's also a lot of people who are still having to work and like having to drive and it's and just it's lonely because you know you just gotta have some entertainment, something to take your mind off of all this misery. Not that us talking about being quarantined for most of this episode is necessarily diverting your attention away from coronavirus, but at least- Adrian, we're not quarantined. We're self-isolating. It's just so much easier to say quarantine. Except it's not factually correct. I know. Quarantine is if you have I'm been- quarant- I'm quarantined. Ooh, I am quarantined for my UTI. Okay, yes. But just to be clear- Quarantine is if you have actually been in contact with someone with COVID-19 or you're experiencing symptoms yourself. You can quarantine if you live with someone else. There are CDC guidelines for it. Self-isolation is making the choice to help flatten the curve so that we don't overwhelm our systems, our hospital systems, so that they can take care of people who really need that care. Well put. Everyone remember the difference and don't do what I do and constantly use the word quarantine incorrectly. I just feel very strongly that we should be using the right terminology for the right thing. Because otherwise then You're correct. everyone's like, I'm quarantined. And I make jokes about it too. I'm like, I'm quarantined. But really it's self-isolation, which doesn't sound as cool. Or you can say you're self-isolating for the good of the realm. That's been my favorite meme. Because it's... You know, it's mysterious. I like that. I like that. Boring. You've banished yourself for the good of the realm. I'll find it so that we can post it. (laughs) Okay. To all of you listening who are also banishing yourselves for the good of the realm, thank you. Um, You know, we have to fucking do this together. We're all in this together. 
That's the only part of the song I know. <laughs> I don't know that song at all. Um, I do know John Lennon's Imagine, but I'm not going to fucking sing that. Oh, it's from High School Musical. <laughs> I'm okay. too old for High School Musical. I'm too old for High School Musical, too. I just know that one part of the song. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, until next time, and I'm sure the next episode, we're still going to be in uh, self-banishment for the good of the realm. I don't see it lifting anytime before the next like two weeks have gone by. It seems unlikely. Oh, here's what it is. Self-isolation. Boring. Clinical. Following the orders of a government. Nobody will notice your efforts. Exiled for the good of the realm. Mysterious. Sexy. Everyone will wonder what you did. Yes. Okay, that's officially our term. Yeah, I've been. Exiled that's also the name the, of this episode. Exiled for the exiled good of the realm. for the good of the realm. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. We're doing it. it. Bye. Have a good um, time in exile. Thanks. Hug your you cats do. for me. I will hug <laughs> your cats for me. Thanks for listening. Um, if you're in exile currently, you know we're with you. So join our Patreon. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it. Patreon.com slash after adult. It's $2. You know? And and if you can't do that right now, we totally understand. And we're still here with you. Yep. Indeed. And we love you. On Instagram and on Twitter. Bye.